Ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday. It's time for the IG Podcast, not live. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the luscious episode L of the. Uh RG Licious Cast. No, RG Podcast. It's not a love special. No, we've got a little old place where we can get together. Lovecast, baby, please. Yeah, Lovecast, baby. So we're going to talk about. Lovecast. Those are terrible woman voices. I suppose you can do better then, can you? No. But I'll try. Oh, no, what have I done? Go on. Go on. Love Shack! No. Baby Love Shack! It's peak, peak. No wonder you've been. I mean. Yes. Love cares, baby, please. Better. There we go. That's good. Well, That's more of a blues one, you know. So, ladies and yeah. gentlemen, uh, the bluesy, the blues from Mr. Michael Bell over there. Lovely. And uh, our very own Phil Collins lookalike. It's Grax Bishop. How you all doing? Beautiful. Yeah, so I was, um, I was, I was poisoned by Mary Berry this week. What? You know, the famous television bakery raconteur, Mary Berry. From the Great British Bake Off. And I know who she is, but I struggle to think why she would have a reason to poison you. I don't think she went out of her way to poison me. I mean, we've never crossed paths before. I think it's quite an elaborate scheme for her to think, hmm, yes, he'll do. I'm going to go on a killing spree and start with that chap. No, I don't think that was a train of thought, really. what made you cross her path? What made me cross her path? Well, I was um, I was I was I was a guest. I was a VIP guest this week at the uh, at the BBC Good Food Show. Yes, yeah. So at some point, um, they were you go into the arena and they were giving away a few prizes, which was quite interesting. Quite interesting because it's a sort of a crowd full of mainly middle aged people. And, yes, uh, and I uh, obviously not middle aged at all. Um, quite hyper. Mm-hmm. Got, you know, the guy comes out and starts talking to the audience and gets them a little bit, you know, happy and starts giving away free free uh, kitchenware. Oh wow! Which what I think you know what generosity. I know they gave away some free Kenwood stuff. Other kitchen brands are available, mm. and uh, the audience are going crazy for it. <laughs> so they they bring out they bring out old Mary and Paul. Yeah, beautiful eyes. He really does. Mm. Oh, you can see him up close. They are just yeah. oh, you can melt within them. Piercing. How are his hands? Large and quite rounded. Because I imagine he's got much larger hands than he should have. Yeah, like no, they skinny did wrists seem... and then really big hands. Yeah, they are disproportionately <laughs> large compared of, you know, to his years wrists. and years of bread work. Well, they're built-in oven mitts. He hasn't got asbestos fingers. Well, no. that's the way you describe it. I've never seen his hands, but I, th- I assume his hands are bigger than they should be. Yeah, mm. they are. Well, uh, no, they definitely know, are. Quite a skinny wrist and then massive hand. Not like a foam hand, but, you know, like it's slightly full of puss. You know, so it's just steamed up a bit, you know? Um, so anyway, you, so Paul, Hollywood, Paul yeah. he looked at you, and so then you carried on with the show. So, I had this, so uh, there was this whole thing where they wanted to get people from the audience on the stage to try the food. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, and they picked a girl, random girl from the audience, and I had my hand up, and the guy said, oh, we need a guy now. And he just walked past me at the time and went, you'll do. And that was it. I was on stage. Uh, In no time at all. So there we go. Um, but the, the be-all and end-all is that I think... Mary Berry has poisoned me. I have a very, very dicky tummy. I see. After eating her uh, breasts. Chicken, chicken, chicken breasts. So you think that was the poison, the chicken breasts? Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, there's no whimsy here. Mm. I just but got poisoned by Mary you Berry. You were insulting poor Hollywood, though. Yeah, well, that's pretty standard, really. Yeah, but like I used to wait tables and stuff, you know. And if someone was nasty, you would do bad things to the food. Are you trying to say I brought this upon myself? Yeah. 
I don't just know. Mary if you nasty, up. you never nasty to a chef. Oh. Never nasty to a chef. But like, re- I mean, I said his roulade was very good. It was a solid bake. I complimented it on its bake. Did you manage to look at the chicken breast itself as you were eating it? Did it look suspicious? Yeah, I wasn't blindfolded or anything like that. It wasn't some sort of weird S and M kind of BBC show. No, was... that would be a TV show to watch. But they, would you turn around to uh, Mary uh, Berry and say, "Excuse me, sorry, this is undercooked." Yeah, I would. It's still pink. <laughs> I would. In front of hundreds of hundreds of middle-aged screaming people. women, yes. thousand and eighty screaming women. I counted them all. Yes. Thousand and eighty screaming women. Amazing. Not a single guy there. Would you embarrass her in front of all those things? That's not embarrassing. I just would have, you know, pointed out that she... Did they just cover the chicken in the sauce, though, so you couldn't see? Sneaky yeah, ta- it was sneaky yeah. tactic, sneaky, you yeah. say. Yeah. Textbook chef. <laughs> this chicken's still crunchy. No, it's fine. It's, it's covered in sauce. Well, what crunchy chicken are you eating? Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Uh, <laughs> anyway. See, I'm starting to think you might be onto something here, because... Frozen chicken? No, like you just said. Like you said... <laughs> So Greg thinks he's invented frozen chicken. I don't know. I'm, I'm a vegetarian. I don't know how chicken works. I suppose you just throw it up at the sun and it cooks. I don't know. But yes, you were saying there was a thousand, it. thousand women, thousand and eighty, thousand eighty women. You, me, as a boy, and Paul Hollywood as a Paul boy. Hollywood as a boy. Was he trying to take you out? Competition. Mm. Putting the blame on PH. Say if um, you know something bad happens and that civilization, you got to repopulate the earth. So you're saying for 45 minutes at Olympia yeah. on a Friday, the world could have ended. You never know. Could never have know. Been. It was a big black hole. With Anything's lights. possible. Never know. We, we were oblivious. All the women were in a trance. They were. They were zombified. Oh, maybe Paul, he's been on telly for what, about six, seven years now. He's oh, got yeah. a bit of an ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does Doesn't he think? You know, and obviously, obviously he does these events fairly frequently. Yeah, to be fair. It's cash all, the, all the women love him. Cash in hand. So. You were there doing a couple of jokes, I heard you. Super handsome Do you think? Andy over there doing jokes. Where in the crowd, seducing the middle-aged ladies. Hello. Competition. I'm looking at competition right now. It's what PH has. Who, look at this young stud over here. He's, yeah. he's a bit younger than me. He's, uh, you know, skinnier than me. He's got you know, life, life left he's in him, you know? He's got more life, but more spunk. I need to take him out. I don't know what his baking skills are like, but he's told a couple oh, of jokes. Yeah. Can't take that risk. I'm going to have to take him out there. Mm. Undercook some chicken, chuck some sauce on it. He'll be fine. Look at him. He's, he'll eat anything. How, how do I get my own back? <laughs> yeah. how, do I, how do I retaliate? I don't think he can. I mean, there must be some sort he of... He is elaborate. a powerful man. Maybe you should write a strongly worded letter to points of view. Mm. I mean, it wasn't broadcast, but we could have a go. <laughs> well, Terry which, Wogan will have a go. Which doesn't worry me. We do have an Ask RG later, so... <laughs> Dear RG, <laughs> poor Hollywood tried to poison me. Help. Why? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you've got to go, ta- you know, you've got to fight fire with fire. Burn him. <laughs> Can you do no. that gag every single episode? Yes. <laughs> Not every episode. Oh, I think any... you've got to, you know, become friends with him, invite yourself around, and then cook him something that's, you know. So if I write a nice letter to Paul Hollywood, yeah. invite him over. Dear Paul, I had such a good time at the food Thing. festival. Yep. Uh, would you like to come around mine for dinner? I'll do that's... one of your recipes, yeah. and you can judge it. Maybe, if that's your thing. Bring Mary if you want, but you know. I'm Probably. Not, you know, not They're a double axe. They have to come together. Uh, not Do you really. Reckon? Mm. Do you reckon that's how it works with double axe? Like Little and Large, um, Morgan and Lord Sugar and uh, Karen Brady. Um, <laughs> you know, all double axe, they all stick together. Yeah, that's that's how I make Well, this is why anyway. they split up, because then the money's shared, you say. Uh, Are they split? No, they haven't split up yet, but, you know, eventually. It's just a matter of time. They they just, they'll be, eventually they will. There'll be 1,080 yeah. crying women. Women. I'd be a thousand and eighty women crying, possibly in 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 sadness. Oh, just, you know, possibly. But there we go. That uh, was uh, so. Paul Hillard is trying to take you out. Basically. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it is 
I mean, that was, it was almost a return to Andy attacked. Pretty but, much. Uh, there we go. And I think you're going to have to get some professional help to help you take oh. on Paul Hollywood. Hold on. I, I reckon, actually, here's your go, Grax. Now you're onto something. We could like recruit a team of celebrity chefs who have lost their place in who, the, the ranking. Who do we get in the game? Who do we bring into Revenge! the game? Revenge! Well, for a kick off Gary Rhodes. Or Thompson. He's got himself in shape and he's not on telly anymore. Rhodes has got the spiky hair as well. No, and he not plays anymore, the violin. Not anymore. Not anymore. You're, thinking, you're thinking of the 90s Rhodes now. Now he's just a massive no, I'll think about Nigel Kennedy. Uh, um, he's now a gym buff and he's like... He's... Rhodes is a gym buff? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Rhodes, straight he's away. Got all, he's got all trim. So Rhodes can take point. Okay. Yeah. Who's behind him? Who's backing him up? Harriet? Well, you would take Ainsley. Ainsley's uh, a big boy. He can look after himself take, in the and field. And also, because he's so friendly and charismatic. You reckon he could do he'd the get whole... The, he'll get the crowd like on Oh, absolutely. Can, you know, mm-hmm. Femme style. Yeah. Okay, Harriet. Rhodes, Harriet. How do you feel about Warrell Thompson? Still got the beard. Is a bit crafty. Remember the incident with the cheese? Mm. Crafty. You uh, need a crafty he's, one. No, he's too old. He's too old. Really? Get out. He's out of game. Get rid. Get rid. Mike, this is this is this is Paul Hardy. We were talking about. We need every help that we can get. Well, yeah, I've got Ains- I've got Ainsley for you know charisma. So he'll get him around the house. Yep. You couldn't you couldn't say no to Ainsley, could okay. you? No, Rose obviously on point. Yep, Rose because he's uh, he's brutal now. Um, who else we got? Oh, how about Ken Hom? How do you feel about Ken Hom? Sneaky. He's got he's got a walk. He knows how to use a walk, cowboy. Mm. <laughs> um, he I does. Don't know. I don't is his technique? Know. I don't know. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, Good. I, I, I know who he is, but... Nancy Lamb. If... Nancy Lamb, she had really weird makeup. She could be a, like a distraction. Mm. We know the Rachel French lady. Rachel Koo. She, she, she works Q. in a very small kitchen, so she's like confined to small places. But she, you know, she's used to small conditions, so she could sneak around and, you know, sneak attacks. Because so she is in a confined space. And she's a very wee lady. So well, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. So she can work in confined spaces. Yeah. We'll, get yeah, the, the, um, <laughs> we'll get her through the, the, the docks. Keyhole. Yeah. What? The, what the, the, the ducks. The, the diehard. The Dumbwaiters. Ducks, the ducks, what are they called? The ducks. You're talking about the air vent? Yeah, the air vent ducks, yeah. Oh, ducks. Like at the beginning of Golden. I thought you were talking about the bird ducks. No, 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 no. She could just jump down on okay, Paul yeah, we'll... Hollywood whilst he's having a crap. Yeah. Break his neck. Job done. That's beautiful. So I think. I think we're on something. We'll, we'll get like the, the event. So, we'll like get Team the, America. We'll get the Avengers to... of, uh, yeah, of yeah. Uh, celebrity chefs. Celebrity chef Avengers taking on Paul Hollywood. This has got legs. Hollywood, we know you were listening to the show. You better watch yourself. You're going to regret the day. Oh, and Rambo as well, obviously. You're going to chuck Rambo in. Yeah, chuck him in. You're going to regret the day that you poisoned Mr. Andy Harlan. Mr. Andy. (laughs) I've not been called that for a while. You're going to regret the day. We're we're on to you. So, we've had a nice guy, in. Fantastic. Yeah, the post box has been bulging. It always is. Sent Mike to the PO office, so picked up the older delivery. It was a heavy sack, wasn't it, Mike? And he's brought this one back. You're better than that. No, you're not. Okay. Uh, dear Mr. Grax Burshop and Michael Ball of the internet close enough that's me I've been listening for a while now and I feel now it's time for me to contact you for some help can you tell a friend first please because you know numbers are down thank you I've got an unnecessarily waxy build up in my ear but I'm too embarrassed to go to the doctors I'm finding it very difficult to hear your show and I'm concerned I'm going deaf that's from worried Mr. W. Wright Mr. Worried W. Wright. Well, worried, like uh, worried from Windsor, you uh, know, like that style. It's not his first name, it's not worried. I was going to say. It's Mr. W. Wright. W. Wright. The W could be worried. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's he, worried, Mr. W. You Wright. You wouldn't christen your child worried. worried I don't no, know, they've been weird at christenings. What does this baby look like? Worried. Well, okay, yes. Oh, oh. And the father concerned. Yes, very good. And the mother, surprised. 
Oh, surprising package in the baggage area. See? <laughs> there it is. There you go. So um, we've got a listener apparently can't hear the show because they're going a bit deaf. Going a bit mutton. Because they think they've got excess wax. Apparently so, yeah. Unnecessary wax. Unnecessary wax. Is that a thing? Yes, I've had this several times. <laughs> what it, is unnecessary wax? Well, as an expert, a wax expert. Well, it's unnecessary wax is where you have too much wax to the point where it builds up and actually clogs your ear. Right. The, and everything sounds muffled. Okay. It's, it's really annoying. Is because it unnecessary? It's really unnecessary <laughs> having this muffled ear. And it gets all like sweaty and it's like, oh, are, are you... Isn't wax just lots of sweat though and made into a... But then you, <laughs> but then you sweat a lot. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a fun little uh, Ask Archie. Wow, let's um, Greg's investigate. Well, I, I, the thing is, I can actually give you proper advice related to this up to a point. Up to a point, yeah, that'll do for us. Yeah, let's, get, let's start with some proper medical advice first. Well, the thing is... What I was trying to do is I'm trying to clear out the earwax. What did One, you use? Uh, cotton earbuds. But you should never, never, ever use cotton earbuds or Q-tips as they're called in America. That's Grax's tip of the week. Never use those because it doesn't properly clean them out. It gets to the point where it kind of spreads inside your ear canal. And it gets pushed further inside your ear canal, which makes it even more blocked up. That's not what you do. Don't what, do that. What you need to do is go to your pharmacist. Worried. Yep. You need to go to a pharmacist and pick up one of those um, eardrops. Isn't it ironic you have to pick up a drop? That's quite funny. What you actually need is one of those eardrops which contains a separate um, uh, pipette thing. A pipette, right, this which, is good. Because the idea is what you do it's is... scientific now. You're, you're, you're dissolving the wax... With? With the... Science. With the solution. And now for the magic bit. <laughs> <laughs> and then you drop it in for a few days. And then you get this, this Sorry, sort of did pipette. You just go, <laughs> Sorry, the really important bit, you, you sort of skipped across there. You drop it in for a few days. Yeah, that? you have to put eardrops into your ears for a well, few how days. How long for? Constantly? Like you're sitting there on the bus? For about five minutes. Tilted your head. Sort of. For about five minutes. Don't you mind can... me, I've got unnecessary wax. But this is the fun thing. You'd get a seat though, wouldn't you? One of the fun things. Yes, you would get a seat. keep a seat to yourself. One of the fun things. Fun things? One of the fun things about this is that you get... Fun things about wax. Yeah, number one. You hear the crackling of the solution inside your ear. Crackling of the solution? Yeah, because the Ladies solution... Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Wax with Cracks. Because the solution inside your ear, it dissolves the wax and you hear a crackling like a... Rice Krispie. Rice Krispies, exactly. Are you sure you didn't have Rice Krispies stuck in your ear? No! I didn't have Rice Krispies in my ear. No, I would again. just rather use the poppers, you know, the little... <laughs> that you get in packaging. Oh, that's nice. So you do rather that than, Rather than having broken ears. So you do that for a couple of times, and once the, the crackling is finished after about five minutes, you just tilt your ear and it, you collect it. You pull it. it out like some sort of horrible ear magician. You don't pull it out, it just oozes out. <laughs> into what? A, c- into a cup. Whatever you Grax's want. Grax's ear cup. Yes. His, <laughs> his wax chalice. Yes. No, it's just like a little basin. But <laughs> and then you make a lovely candle, give it to Grandma at Christmas. This is the best thing. About getting blocked earwax. Yeah, what is literally the best thing about? Because you get women love it. <laughs> Apparently, so. because you have this pipette, or if you have this pipette, you fill up full of warm water, you stick it in your ear, and you shoot blasts of water inside your ear. Right. Because the idea is, it blasts water into your ear, dislodges the loosened wax, and it gets poured out into a container of some kind, whether it be a bucket or a basin a or whatever you like. Imagine putting your, your head into a bucket. Well, like this. That's you just ridiculous. tilt your head to the side. You squirt Do you have water. to go and buy the bucket separately from a hardware store? Does it come free with a pipette? Well, no, you have to buy that separately because Why? You, they're trying to keep down the costs. 
Off the that, that's why they charge you. No, they that separate. That pays for the cost. But not everyone needs a bucket because they have things. Then what are you suggesting instead? I don't know. I used a cup from. I used a cup. You would never uh, drink from that cup again. No, that's why you clearly label earwax cup. Oh, Grax's wax cup. <laughs> My wax cup. How often does this happen to you? We Weekly. need a designated cup with the earwax in it. <laughs> About once every few years, but that's that's not important so just information. Just get a new cup. No, get a new head. You've moved house like two or three times in that time. Don't keep a waxy cup knocking around with well, what you. What do you want me to do with this cup? Throw it away. That's a like waste a of a normal person. Well, that's a waste of a good cup. Do You're not going to use it again, are you? Unless you get a broken ear with wax in it. Well, I've just, look, I've re- I have just established that this has happened enough times for me to justify having a bucket. Well, having a so, bucket. So you keep you keep the cup in with the rest of the cups. Does it work? No, with... it's a separate cup. Well, the point is, it, uh, yes, it's a great nesting. feeling. The point is, you you made a spear out of your wax. It's a fantastic feeling having the wax dislodged from your ear and into the bucket through jets of water and then and then <laughs> yes do you, know what's a better, do you know what a better feeling is what's that not having to put weird water in your ear I don't know I mean you, I don't think people fully appreciate the sensation of being able to hear clearly for the first time in a week <laughs> I don't know. I can remember about a week ago. It's a fantastic <laughs> feeling. It's it's like your your head is instantly lighter. It's like, well, yeah. It's because you've got no wax in it. It's it's like because you've got all because the you've wax. Because you've got a horrible cup full of wax. It's like being able to see for the first time ever. It's, it's an amazing feeling. It really is. You can't fix your dead eyes with a pipette and a bucket. What are you suggesting? The other alternative, if you... Basically, listeners, what we're saying is a Grax offer you a candle. Never accept Don't it. Don't accept it. Never. You know, kindly, pol- eh, politely decline. Alternatively, if you don't feel confident enough about syringing your own ears, go to see a doctor. Oh, okay, right, yeah. The normal thing to do. Yes. There we go. So that I'm was... I'm very uh, sorry. I took up most of your time on that uh, question. So that, no, no, it's good <laughs> to have an expert. Uh, that was for worried Mr. W. Wrights. Well, thank you for writing. You can get in touch. Uh, it's email at uh, rgproductions at gmail.com. I had a cyst on my bollocks once, so if anyone's got a problem about that, I can explain it in far too much detail. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Good. the show this week i thought it'd be rather interesting to try out something that's never been done before for the medium of soap what's that then mike well i'm glad you asked you know how crossroads was filmed live and how brilliantly that worked out yeah and you know how at the edinburgh fringe everybody loves improvised stories done by unskilled university children the most i certainly do well my chump i say we combine these to make the world's first ever improvised and live soap opera mike yes butteroo you have gone to a really elaborate effort in avoiding writing this week's script. You know I was away this week and I left it in your capable hands. Yeah, but you know, I'm all about the innovation of the soap opera. I want to do stuff that's never been done before. No, you've not written anything and you've made up a lie, haven't you? No, I want to take this medium and turn it up to 11. You know, really break out of the boundaries. The man says we have to stick by. 
You haven't written a script, and now you're using buzzwords to confuse me. No, 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 I've... What have you been up to this week, Bill? Um, thinking about the script. Lies! Lies! Always with the lies! Lies make baby Jesus cry! What have you really been up to? Mostly watching Jessica Jones and Skins. Thank you! A bit of honesty never hurts anybody. What are we going to do now? Well, if we carry on milking this, we could probably knock out an episode fairly easily. What do you mean by that? Well, I pressed a big red recording button at the start of this conversation, so we killed like two minutes already. <sighs> Bell, you knob-headed genius. Ah, uh, no, we can't. I've just. What about all the fans? You know, I've had a moment of clarity. You don't even know what that means. Of course I do. Clarity. Clarity is a noun. The quality of being clear, in particular, the quality of being coherent and intelligible. Mate, you clearly googled that. You even said it's a noun, and the text went all funny when you put it into the script. No, I'm just really into clear definitions these days, thank you please. Knowledge is power, my friend. And, and what do you mean script? We haven't got a script, that's our problem here. We're just talking. Haha, <laughs> that's what you think! But over the years I have known and worked with you, I have discovered a few things about you. Yes indeedy, chum. I have been playing the fool all these years. Staying at the back and being the silent one. But it's all been worth it. I, my friend, know you better than you know yourself. Everything you have been saying here, I have scripted out for you. What on earth are you talking about, old man? I figured you out and tickled your pink. I know what you're going to say even before you do. You mad c Yep, I knew you were going to say that as well. And inserted a bleep to cover up your language. It's not big or clever, Mike. You, you, you you're mad. Am I? Am I really? Who's the real madman here? Somebody who's been studying his friend for the last two years and figured out their mindset and then created a way to know what they're going thinking and what they're going to say? Yes, clearly that's a sign of madness. <laughs> oh, Michael Bell. So predictable. Bringing out a lean herring reference like you have done so many times. We are not impressed. I'll piss off. You know I've only got like five references. I just swap them around. Oh, we know. And we're no longer impressed. Now finish the script, Mike. You have now wasted four minutes. Bloody hell, you're talking about wasting time. You're just becoming a baddie from a Nicolas Cage 90s action film there with that summary. Killed loads of time there, boy. Silence! Silence! I am the narrator now. Oh, it's like that, is it? You're trying to steal my job, are we now? Uh, um. Yeah, go on. Uh, yep. Yeah, um, try. Harder. Uh. Yeah, harder than it looks, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, back to me. Characters, characters, something happened, explosion, bang, wallop, and they ran away to New York to start a new life. Hit the theme music. Oh, for fuck's sake, Mike, this is Cassie's ending in Skins. But I love her! Look! Look, we need characters now. Who are our characters this week, Mike? Oh, who cares about characters? Characters, characters. Let's just knock it on the head this week. No, Mike, we need proper characters. This is a bloody soap opera we're writing here. <sighs> Fine, what do you suggest? Um... What about bringing back Matt and Joe? Hello! Oh, for fuck's sake, you love these guys way too much, Grax. They were the first people I created. You never forget your first... No. Well, they're the comic relief duo of Cul-de-Sac. No! Uh, Mike, Grax... Grax. Right here, you know, we can hear you. Oh, shut up, you two. Right, if you can really hear us, then go and play in the motorway. Actually, hmm. 
I have some power here. <coughs> Matt and Joe from episode one decide to play in the motorway. Hey, Joe! What's that, Matt? Here's a spiffing idea. What's that, my bosom buddy? Let's go and look for things on the motorway. Yeah, and I could do gym stuff along the way. Squats and gyms and metal things. Grr, pick up the heavy stuff. No! My creations! Why are you going to be like that, Mike? Oh, no, listener. Matt and Joe have been killed because they didn't look both ways. This week's episode has been sponsored by the UK Road Safety Company. Christ. I wonder if it's like this in the writers' rooms at EastEnders every week. Well, one day we'll get Danny Dyer in and find out. Ooh, next week's episode. Danny Dyer comes to the cul-de-sac. Stop it. Oh, how much time do we have left in this episode of cul-de-sac? You got questions! Because you worry, they are your blight. Burning questions! We got the answers, so hold on tight! Uh, Georgina Sally, oh sorry, Georgina Sally, <laughs> Georgina Sally, um, dripping. Oh, I thought you said a Georgian Sally. Yeah, <laughs> we've gone back in time. Uh, she sent a picture of dripping with bread, bread and dripping. Oh. Yes or no? Um, I don't know of it. It's very northern, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's yeah. a northern delicacy. Bread and dripping, anyone? No. Put in gra- it? gravy. Is it cooked in? Is it gravy? It's, it's, it's fat. Not, it's not gravy. It's fat. It's, it's lard. It's, it's Is lard. it cooked in fat? Essentially, it's essentially lard. It's a strong I had, word. I had French toast the other day. That was weird. It's a French dripping. No, but I'm just saying I had French toast the other day. Okay. Dripping. It is French, though. The French do like a bit of dripping. Yeah, they do. I, I think it looks I, all right. Yeah, I think it's I'd fun. not shot eating. I, I would just chuck gravy in it. I would I would happily try this out. I had an old friend who mentioned that he had dripping, and it was one of the best things he eat. I'll tell you That's what, if you've got the bread, put some cheese on it. Chuck it in toast. Yeah, mm. just do some ah, Cheese on toast. Mm. Have some crumble. Mm. Boomerang's been in touch. Yeah, oh, they'll be back. <laughs> Was that he or she? I just said they. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Cover all your bases. <laughs> it's been a year, about eighteen months, and every time he's got it wrong. Um, yes, Boo asks: uh, Apple crumble, vanilla ice cream, or custard? Hashtag burning questions. Ice cream. Beauty. What? Ice cream. Ice cream. Every time. Every, every time. Um, I'm not a fan I, of custard. I, I love like, a crumble. I don't like custard. I've no. recently been eating apple crumble with ice cream, but oh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a custard kind of guy. Mm, uh, I, you want something smooth and cool to go yeah, like with a hot crumble. custard. No. no. Custard's cool. too thick. No, it's not. And it's got an inferior taste to superior vanilla. You can get vanilla custard. No, yeah. That's not the same. No, I can't stand custard. But what did it do to you? I work in a school. I see it. All oh, the time. Yeah. An industrial school sized mm. custard. That's not That's just be. too much. I would custard. go ice cream, but I'm not a big fan of crumble. So. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. There we go. So we've got ice cream, ice cream custard. Two against one. At Vader underscore chops asks Why does Donald Trump stick shredded wheat to his dome? I think he's referring to his haircut. Donald Trump's got really bad hair. Yeah, he just doesn't want to accept the fact he's balding. Donald Trump, listen to me. Just shave your head. I know your pain. Why bother to keep your. Uh, image as it is you don't look professional just shave your head you look like a professional Jason T- Jason Statham does it he, he looks, looks like l- Jason Dick no I said Jason <laughs> Statham okay and he looks like the man yeah but they're going for different images you think so one's businessman and going for president which is mad yeah and the other one is movie star 
So what you're saying is... I wouldn't vote for a movie star. I, what you're saying is I, I could be president of America because I look like both Jason Statham and Donald Trump combined. I, mean, I, I think... I don't think... That's a great idea. idea. You're, you're not American. Well, or anything like either of those two people. Yeah. Talk about. And again, you want to get a step on if you want, you know, because it's next year. Yeah. So if you want to record your number one single, become a pop star, and then go and for then the, the American presidency, yeah. and also marry someone in America so you get a you know a visa. Oh yeah, otherwise you're illegal. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's like fine. That. They don't that's like illegals. In fact, Trump's building a wall to stop it. Well, yeah. that's where my action to become the president will help stop that. I, I I can fit this all in. It's no problem. All right. So Grax's policy is don't do a wall. Don't do a wall. Let them all in. And I think that I can squeeze all that in. I mean, you lost my vote. Yeah. What? Is it all right to wear a syrup? That's a hairpiece. Um, Yeah. Would you do it, Bell? Grax obviously decided (laughs) to go full bald. Yeah, Um, I've made my choice. uh, I don't think I'm going to go syrup. I've looked into plugs and they cost far too much. Plugs? Yeah. Plugs for your hair. What are they? They, Where you surgically attach Mm. You do it yourself. You surgically... No, obviously you get... the, The clue there is it's surgically. Yeah, but when Grax says something like that, I don't, I don't often think he means a professional. Yeah, surgically by a surgeon. Okay, that's by really, that's really good yeah. news. You get, yes. you get hair plugs. Uh, you know what Rooney got? That's what Rooney had, right? Mm. Yeah. And then your hair actually naturally attaches, right? It, it doesn't take yeah. always, but yeah, it's got a higher chance. It doesn't always take. Well, no, basically, what happens is you put the plugs in, and then you just lose your hair because all the follicles are all wrong and stuff, and then they start growing in, and then you just, yeah. That's fantastic. Um, well, so they're, they're too that. expensive, so yeah, get a wig. So you get a wig on. Yeah. I yeah. think I'm just going to let it go. I'm going to have to work out a different style one day. Yeah. It's not... I don't know. I don't think I can maintain a syrup. The syrup lifestyle is t- a lot of admin. You could change your hair around there. You know. you I could. like that. And I know some people that do have different haircuts mm. on a fairly regular basis. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I can manage the admin. I mean, yeah. I know I w- own a lot of beanies. So mm. I just wear them. Hats. I own lots yeah, of wigs. part of the problem. Yeah. Probably. I hope that answers years, your it. question. Yeah, it probably doesn't. Um, but yeah. um, was that the one about? Oh, who knows? Grax is gonna be president and shave your hair. Yeah, or probably. Don't. I think now's a good time to end the debate, and this brings us to the end of this week's burning questions. Thank you very much for submitting all your burning questions, but please do continue to send us your hashtag burning questions. You could do this in a variety of ways. You could submit them on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash rgprod, A-double-H-G-double-E-P-R-O-D. You could also send us your questions via Facebook, and why don't you like us on Facebook while you're at it? Facebook.com forward slash rgprod, and you can always send us your emails. Productions at gmail.com. Well, well, well. Oh, that's W, isn't it? No, yeah. it's yes. No. L, L, L. No, L? Which L. episode is this? We're on episode L now. It's episode L. Oh, what, what, what a, a ludicrous what display. A, oh, it was oh. great, wasn't it? Oh, it was so much like laughter. It was. I was laughing out loud. I was laughing. In your mind? I was crying. I was laughing. Everyone's happy. Um, how do we end this ludicrous laugh fest? That is the RG podcast. Yeah, I think we'll go over to Mike's Corner for Mike's poem. Mike's poem. A lovely poem? Yes. Lenny from Of Mice and Men was a strong and sensitive man, but he struggled with the world, and he ends up taking a bullet in the back of the head. Lenny from The Simpsons is a kind sort of chap, but he's also a raging alcoholic and is struggling with his sexuality. This torments him. Lenny Bruce was the voice of a generation, but died a pauper's death in a bathroom, suffering from an overdose. Lenny Henry is a lovely man, too lovely for his own good, really. He once didn't help an old lady cross the road 20 years ago. It still haunts him. 
The moral is, if you're expecting and looking into baby names, you might also give Lenny a wide berth. Um, well, needless to say, ladies and gentlemen, that was um, effortless from Mr. Michael Bell. Um, it's been a it's been a fruitful episode. I think we've learned many things. Greg, yes. Have you learned anything from today's episode? I've learned several things. Good. That's which great. will be in the footnotes. Good. Yes. Footnotes. Uh, Michael Bell, would you would you enter this episode into Wikipedia if you could? Yes. Thank you. Excellent. Well, um, uh, it's it's been episode L of the RG Podcast. Um, my name's Annie Harmon. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you so very, much. Very happy goodbye from me. And please do continue to listen to our show and please share the show with everybody around the world. Let's make us, let's make our numbers grow. And that's <laughs> goodbye from him. <laughs> Don't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> goodbye from me. <laughs> that's it. Bye-bye. Don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs>